Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today we're going to talk about communicating better. And this is so critical for your business, your personal life, your family life, all that stuff, because how you speak communicates how your needs are getting met or not met at all. Have you ever found yourself repeating yourself 5,000 times a day and barely getting half of what you want accomplished or having people taking you seriously? This is especially true for a busy working parent. And if you want to turn around how your kids speak with you, how you speak with your kids, how you speak at the job and your business, all that good stuff, listen to this episode. We're going to talk about how to get your needs met through communication. And you're going to find out how to do that in five simple tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 so glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic high five. Make sure you hit the subscribe, follow button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, thank you so much for still being here and still being on this journey with me. Make sure you share this podcast with someone that you know could also benefit from this experience. That way we can expand this community. We can get some of your questions answered and we can be able to make this world a better place. How many of us say that we have a hard time communicating and connecting with people who understand this? This is a way for us to be able to be understood by others by communicating the things that we value so that we can understand each other in a deeper and more authentic level. Speaking about speaking with our us and other people in a more authentic level. Everything that we're going to be talking about can be found more in detail in my course, Lifestyles of the Successful. Lifestyles of the Successful is a self-study program talking about how you improve, how you think, how you work, how you live, how you play, all that one wonderful things so that you can be able to not just speak more effectively, but live better. If you're interested in enrolling in this program, make sure that you connect with me. My contact information is found in the show notes, info.denisegelee.com slash connect and click the button on connect with me. And that way I can plug you in into those course details. Okay. Let's get into this idea of communicating better, because I think that for a lot of us, we hear about communication. I know there's communication coaches out there, confidence coaches, all that stuff. And this message is specifically geared towards women. But men, please don't tune out because I'm going to have some things that may make you understand why you may not be taken as seriously, despite the fact that you raise your voice and you speak in a stern voice and you still don't get the respect that you believe that you deserve when you're communicating your needs. So I have something for both of us. But I want to talk specifically right now with women with this idea. You may have heard of it. It's called up speaking. It's when we're speaking in a higher pitch and we're using our words at the last syllable where it sounds almost as if we're asking a question. It's where we have a higher voice or intonation. And it, for example, let me say this. I am confident 
that listening to this podcast may help you. Now, notice as I say you, it's almost as if I'm asking the question. It's almost as if, if I am questioning either the merit of what I'm saying or whether or not you'll even receive it as the way I intend to. There's a lot of insecurity. There's a lot of doubt and nervousness. And this is what most women have been guilty of sounding more childlike. And I want to talk about this issue. This occurs most frequently with women, but it can also happen with guys. And it's when we're in this situation, when we're feeling insecure, overwhelmed, uncertain, and unsteady, and we don't know whether or not, or we don't believe that whether or not our information is going to be perceived the way we, we intended. And so, unfortunately, when we tell our subconscious mind, I talk about this a lot in my course, Amazing Attitude, but there's, there's this three states in our mind. Our ego, in our ego state, there's our our parent, the, the voice that tells us our shoulds and should nots, our child, whether and that child voice is whether or not we feel as if we need to run and hide or be really playful or creative. And then our adult that is fully present, fully aware and just receiving information and neither feeling insecure nor feeling judgmental or critical, just simply relaying information and receiving information. But we, when we are in that, that ego state of a child, when we are feeling insecure and overwhelmed and uncertain and nervous, we kind of go back to those days when it was the first day at school or remember when we went started a new job and we didn't really have our bearings straight about where was the bathroom and where's the cafeteria and where do I go find my supervisor or how do I go to the printer or all these issues where we're not really understanding our place or if we're moving into a new community or we're starting a new relationship and there's just so many unknowns and because of that we just go into that childlike state and I just want to let you know that once we believe that we don't have power, we inadvertently give it away or we just drop it. And on the receiving end, if someone is viewing you speaking as a child, it forces them to talk to you as a parent. That means it is authoritative. That means it's more commanding, it's more directive, because that's the only real way to talk to someone who's talking as a child. You talk, you respond to them as a parent. So women, if you find yourself speaking in that up speaking manner that I talked about when you've got that, you, you ending the, your statements with a question, or you're sounding more childlike, or you're speaking really fast, or you're speaking really loud and aggressive, but you're not speaking in a normal, controlled manner. When you're feeling relaxed, at ease, and cool, don't be surprised if somebody comes back and speaks to you as a parent. And I see this a lot, especially with people who are in the beginning stages of their career, or they're transitioning, or they're feeling as if they're, they don't have that grounding. But here's the flip side. Here's the flip side. And I see this with men. When men 
are feeling insecure and overwhelmed and not feeling grounded in who they are, what they want and what they value. Because look, here's the thing. Men get what they want in life when they know what they want. Women get what they want in life because when they know what they do not want. But fellas, if you are very unclear about what you want, something weird happens. Now, this doesn't happen to all men. Obviously, there are exceptions to the rule. But oftentimes, when I see a man that feels as if he's backed against a wall, he feels intimidated. Instead of saying, hey, I feel a little intimidated or hey, I need a little space or hey, can you please back up and let's kind of redefine this issue because I don't believe I have a good grip on it. It turns more aggressive and the aggressive can be in the form of, I don't think you understand what you're talking about or or abrupt, meaning that they close a conversation, they don't answer their email, or they say, this is the last time I'm going to speak about this, or they're secretive. When you ask a question and they respond as if they don't quite want to show their call cards, meaning tell everybody what they're really thinking and what they're feeling. Abruptness, secretness, or condescending. This is when you're making huge generalities about a group of people or some type of organization. And for example, all you people who wear white clothes are afraid of getting dirty. And that's why you can't handle dirt. Or I'm just coming up with a silly example. But the point I'm trying to make here is that running into this issue of abruptness, secret, secretive behavior, not really being honest with other people about what you're feeling or your intentions or being condescending, all those things are poor communication and that comes again from that childlike state of run and hide and be defensive and not show people that you're feeling incredibly insecure here's the thing that aggressive behavior while it may make you feel a little secure is actually yielding an opposite effect about getting people to connect with you And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be able to understand that how you project your own feelings has a mirroring effect. And so oftentimes when people are coming from this aggressive, either secretive or abrupt or condescending voice, again, it's a child state. And guess what happens when you get people to receive childlike information. Well, they go into a parent state, just how I mentioned earlier about that up speaking where someone will respond to you like, how dare you speak to me that way? Or they try to shut down the communication because they don't feel comfortable engaging with someone who's acting in a very belittling way. Here's the deal. I don't want you to ruin potential bridge building with another person out of a state of fear and anxiety, overwhelm. If you need to, I want you to go back to the drawing board, sit down and write out what are you wanting? What's the desired outcome? And what do you fear? And oftentimes what we fear is miles away from the reality. I interviewed a very, very 
special guest, Grant Tate. He wrote the book, Hand on the Shoulder. If you're interested, go back to the archives and review that podcast. It was very very emotional I think for both of us because we were just kind of reflecting about his professional life and my own professional life but I remember one of the things that he mentioned was in the early days of his career in IBM and one of the his jobs that he had to do was to help retrain some seasoned workers about how to use this new IBM technology and here he was relatively young, out-of-college person, 24, 25, trying to teach people in their mid-career, late 40s, perhaps early 50s, about how to use this technology. And it was very intimidating, to say the least, because he felt as if he was some young whippersmacker trying to train people twice his age, old enough to be his dad. And one of the things that I loved so much about that he wrote about in his book was that in the beginning of his conversation, he had actually intervened with another colleague who was actually training another set of students, another class, and he was losing them. But he got in there and he said, hey, look, I'm feeling nervous. I'm writing this from scratch and I don't know how you receive it. And you might be wondering how in the heck you might be learning this because you guys are already knee deep in your career. And how weird is this? And then he broke the ice a lot. Some people smiled and said, yeah, I know how weird this is. And yeah, I don't understand why we have to train this. And yeah, I I thought you were my kid coming in <laughs> trying to teach us. And so he broke the ice. He built that bridge. He got that camaraderie. Oftentimes, we often think that it's on our side, that we're only experiencing the fear and the doubt and the insecurity and the overwhelm. But the reality is the other person may be receiving that same feel as well. But the only way you'll understand that is if you get clear with your thoughts and write down what you want, how you feel, and potentially how the other person, the other side might feel as well. Let's have some empathy, but not just thinking about our, our side alone, okay? So the first step, like we talked about right now, is understanding your energy. And I kind of dived into number two is being clear about your why and the purpose of your meeting. Oftentimes, when we speak, we just speak off the cuff and we're speaking from our emotions about what what frustrates us, why we don't like the situation, what why we want things to change, but we don't understand what we really want behind it. I have been going through uh, some issues with uh, my son as of late, where I was telling my, my husband that he loves leaving for the school bus late in the morning. And the reason behind it is young boys under the age of 10, prepubescent, they are dopamine deficient, meaning that they need that rush, that energy, so they can feel they are getting a kickstart for their day. And they will induce anxiety-related moments in order to feel that energy. Here's the thing. If I simply say, hey, leave or else, that's not respecting the fact that I don't understand that there's biological things that are beyond his control. So when we're seeking resolution with people, we have to take into consideration their situation, like I mentioned earlier, what we want, right? Why is it needed? And how it impacts everybody. So in this situation, when I met my son, I have to think about 
how can I get him to still feel that energized rush while making sure that he doesn't leave? Well, we just dial the clock back earlier. He gets up earlier. We give him some time to do some jumping jacks or whatever he needs to in the morning to feel pumped and energized so that we don't have that frenzied manic rush in the morning. Are you thinking that way with the people that are in your life? Are you thinking from a win-win-win? Because that's going to make or break quality relationships, okay? And that brings me to step three about being clear about your intentions. For a lot of us, we don't really know what we want. We seek to just get that short-term payoff, but not understanding the long-term When I think about when I communicate with someone, I'm always thinking about winning the war. And if that means losing a a couple little battles along the way, that's fine. And in other words, just because my parent and me, as I mentioned, the, the ego states, the child, the parent and the adult, if my parent just wants to feel right and compete and control and conquer, well, while it may make my ego my parent state feel great. Ultimately, my adult and me suffers because I am burning through relationships. Okay. That short boost of feeling correct and right is not going to pay off in terms of maintaining long-term relationship. So being clear about your attentions means that understand who is really talking in your world right now? And your, when I say your world, I mean literally inside your mind, <laughs> inside your head. Because oftentimes we're acting from a kid-like state instead of being an adult. And when, a, when I mean adult, meaning knowing what you're doing, why you're doing, and how it impacts others. And... Journaling is a great way of doing it. Sometimes if you're in the middle of a heated debate or conversation, or perhaps you feel like you want to go slip back into that insecure childlike state, if you can say, please excuse me for a moment and walk away, get yourself back together. Okay. Take some deep breaths. Okay. Ask for some space. There is no reason on God's green earth why you should try to feel like you need to battle your way when you're feeling uncomfortable. Oftentimes when you're feeling insecure and overwhelmed, unless you're in a professional debate, most people will respect the fact if you say, hey, can you please give me a day? Give me a couple of hours. But don't have this very oblique, generalized, I need some space, space. Space for what? I need 10 minutes to think about what you said regarding XY topics. I'll respond back via email. I'll call you back by blah, 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 time frame, whatever. Okay. For a lot of us, we speak so secretively about what we want because we're not really clear about how we want to engage. I remember. Uh, this was a while back ago where I was making this proposal with this particular company. And I remember say, sending a message saying, hey, I would like to do this. This is my proposal, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, after sending a follow-up message, I finally got response back. We scheduled a meeting. Then we scheduled 
another email. But even between that, there was like three weeks of back and forth rescheduling. And ultimately, they came back and said, I, I, we like your proposal, but it's not feasible for it this time. I truly believe that, that this particular company that I was engaged with knew from the beginning they weren't interested in this particular proposal that I had. But because they were not clear about the intentions, it had all this wasted energy of back and forth, all this wasted energy of false expectations to ultimately having nothing materialize. That's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of energy. So I don't want us to go into this business of back and forth. We are going to be clear right here and now about what we need, why we need it, and how it impacts other people. Because that's the way to get what we want. That's the way we recognize what we don't want. For women, we don't want the back and forth. We don't want the drama because that is harmful for our system, our bodies. Our bodies weren't meant, they weren't designed for it. So for a lot of ladies, if you're in a lot of stressful situations, you might find yourself eating tons of sugary foods, maybe drinking maybe two or three glasses of wine daily. Fellas, you might find yourself getting into these argument debates and find yourself developing a, a pot belly and just feeling lethargic if you're arguing and being combative all day, every day. Our bodies weren't meant to be in the constant state of war. And the way to put down our weapons <laughs> and really just feel at ease is through that clarity. That's what I want. That's what I know you deserve. So let's get at that. Okay. Now that brings me into step four is seek win-win, not win-lose. Again, we are always thinking long-term with our relationships because you never know who you may need that person. It's so funny in every industry and it doesn't really matter. There's always a small circle of people that kind of know person who knows this other person. And you don't want to have a bad run-in with someone that you can, you'll bump into in a conference two years from now who happens to be in an influential spot that you need to be engaged in. How horrible is that? Wouldn't it be better, even if you are not in agreement, that you could respect the arguments that they have? Or if you don't respect that the arguments that they have, you can respect the fact that they're engaging with you because there's a choice. They don't have to engage with you, okay? Or you could respect the fact that they put in thought and time in a particular thing. So many of us, when we think about win, winning, we think about it in terms of the short term. Always, always understand that we have to think long term with people and understanding that the, even though you may not like them, they may come of value. Here's the thing. I believe that the way the universe works is that we keep encountering certain people in current, in current situations over and over and over to teach us a valuable lesson. Stay for the lesson. Whatever that lesson may be, it's here to impact you so that you can be able to have better and quality relationships in your personal life, in your professional life, with your friends, your family. And the reason why you're having that frustration is because you're not understanding that we are all built and designed to help us refine into a better version of ourselves. So embrace it and not look at it as something to be dreaded or to be avoided. Okay. And lastly, at the end of any conversation with someone, make sure that 
everyone is completely clear about what's going to go down, what's going to happen next. For example, let's talk about in a business situation between a superior and an employee. Let's say at the end of this a meeting or whatever it is, the superior says, just to be clear, we, we reviewed A, B, and C, and you agreed to D, E, and F. And then is this what you believe is to be true? And you allow the person to repeat back, not pair it back. <laughs> we don't want to be like word for word, but to make sure that they're in alignment, they're understanding what you're saying so that it can clear up any miscommunication, any misunderstanding, because you, while you may be thinking you're totally crystal clear, there is what you're saying may go through their filter completely different. They could be l- listening to what you talk about. I need to make sure that your desk is clear at the end of the day it means that they're a sloppy and disorganized person where in reality, you need their desk to be clear so that the next person who's using their desk station can be able to find things easier. That's the thing. It's so important to be very clear on your intentions, understanding how people are receiving and making sure that at the end of the conversation, everybody is on the same page about that. Okay. And it shouldn't come from this parental dictator, do what I want or else. Because that's only going to set up an environment of fear and avoidance. Okay. I think so many people think in order to be respected, you've got to have the superior one-up position in order for your for things to run well. And that is not the case. I think that's that old 1950s, 1960s, that's antiquated. That's the, that's the age of the dodo <laughs> type mindset. It doesn't work when you're dealing with people who are empowered or encouraged. They get, they're transient, meaning that they don't have to stay in the same state or in the same country. If they want to work, they can work remotely. They've got options. People have options now that they never had. Heck, in the last 30 years and the coronavirus has proven that people, if they're unhappy, they're getting up and they're leaving. They don't have to sit and tolerate this anymore. So be a person that welcomes communication. Be a person that wants to hear their perspective because they might give you another side of the story or another equation that you never even considered. If there might be disruptions in terms of the scheduling, it could be because of some outside influence that you never even knew about. But if you're sitting here dictating rules and mandates and not taking into consideration other influences, you're missing out on connecting and bonding with your people. Same thing goes with your family members. If your family members are not doing what you want, you probably don't understand what's going on with them that's causing most people are not purposely in other words trying to be jerks they're doing it because they're trying to get their needs met just like you and in order for everyone to win everyone needs to make sure that they fully understand their situation okay and making sure that everyone is in alignment and feels great about what was being concluded about it doesn't have to be my way or the highway we're never we're not going to do that anymore okay that's built on poor communications and insecurity you deserve better your people deserve better and everyone deserves to feel as if they are being appreciated okay so let's kind of repeat everything that we talked about first understand your ego your 
your ego states. What I'm talking about is your parent, your adult, your child. Oftentimes when we're speaking from insecurity or we're up speaking and we're having this high pitched childlike tone is because we're speaking from a place of fear. Conversely, if we're speaking from condescending abruptness, secretness, we're also speaking from that childlike state. Get yourself back into adult state by understanding who you are, what you want, why you need it, and how you can communicate it in a way that everyone feels like they're winning. Okay. Now, I also want you to be clear about your why and the purpose of why you're talking. So many of us are only thinking immediate short-term gratification. And that may be great if you're only in, interacting with someone one time, but that, that doesn't work for an ongoing relationship. So get clear about your why's, journal it out, talk with another person who's not in your situation, get some better perspective. And that brings me to three, being clear about your intentions. Your intentions mean that what do you see long-term? What do you really want to see out of your situation? Not just, I want to just get out of the sticky mess, okay? And actually, it brings me to four, seek win-win, not win-lose. Both of us don't have to feel as if we're battling for one prize. We all can share the prize of understanding each other and having harmony and balance. And there's no place and there's no reason to be condescending, abrupt, secretive, or trying to be authoritative towards someone. Always understand that another person is just as feeling as fragile as you. Okay. And lastly, at the end of each communication, make sure that everyone's in agreement, everyone's in alignment about what they want and they may even bring up issues and and considerations that you never even thought about that's why it's so important for them to tell you what they understand and understand that both of you guys are in alignment okay now what are you going to do to communicate better with the people in your world in your business in your personal life i love to hear from you please send me a message and let me know and this is nef- definitely something that I want you to work through. So don't feel as if everything that I'm saying has to be done perfectly. This, like everything else, it's trial and error. Keep working and communicating with clarity so that you can be able, at the very least, to understand who you are and what you want. Okay. Well, that is it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope that you got a lot of value from it. Be sure to share this podcast episode if you enjoyed it. That way other people can also learn from this knowledge as well. Well, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.